Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Whitman. And we're sitting in the car, and it's kind of weird. We're in a parking lot. That's all right. It's not as weird as a coffee shop. No, no, not near as weird as a coffee shop. And honestly, not as weird as sitting over at the other place. No. This is weird because there's a guy in the car right beside us. Yeah, do it talking, but talking. I bet he's not recording a podcast. Probably not. And I don't even know. Are we? You think this is picking our voices up for you? Yeah, you can see the little, uh, yeah, see? I got you. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm showing Mark on my phone where you can I see. I don't know how to do this. I need to learn. Yeah. So that I, can. I just, yeah, so I'm learning how to take that to my computer. <clears throat> yeah, it's all good. So we want to talk about, we're talking about several different things. First thing we want to talk about non-wrestling related, the Irishman. Mm-hmm. You've watched it on Netflix. Would love I your did. thoughts. Did the, uh, you know my, I don't. You probably don't know my Black Friday tradition. No, I don't know and your Black Friday tradition. As always, I go get the, um, the Hillshire Farms or whatever. Yeah, the, in the in the mall. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I always go get the the sausage. Yeah. I get one of those, whatever, and then I pick something. Like that, you wouldn't normally sit. Like, if I, because I'm busy, I do yeah. things. I don't have time to sit and watch these. Last year, it was Lonesome Dove. Yeah, watch Lonesome Dove. Golly, that's Friday. like six hours. Right, because I have no desire to go Black Friday yes. shopping. I don't yes. want to be out in the crowd. I tried this year. Yeah, I went out after Thanksgiving, stopped on the way home at Target to get one of those cheap TVs, and walked in and realized. This is not an environment I care to be in. And told my wife, let's get out of here. I'm not doing this. Yeah. I went home. She and my niece went back out. And uh, so anyway, watched The Irishman. It was good. Yeah, so. Not not Goodfellas quality. or Not at the level of Goodfellas or, or even Casino, I didn't think. I wouldn't even put I, it in the same category as Casino. I, you, uh, I, so I watched it over three days. Let's go. <laughs> so I watched it over three days, uh, just time constraints or whatever. It's a three and a half hour movie. Right. I would agree with you. To me, it's just di- it was um, a lot different than Casino and Goodfellas. Oh yeah, man. It was weird for me to see Joe Pesci play the part of the level-headed guy. You're right. That was a, a thing that I was gonna gonna kind of bring up that I thought was cool. He put really played against his type. Yeah, of, yeah. Of being that manic, out of control guy. He was he was real even keeled and. Um, so I was excited to see this movie, and then I read an article that talked about how long they had to recruit Joe Pesci to be. Yeah, he was done. He's pretty much done. And, yeah, uh, and how much like uh, Martin Scorsese talked about. How, because it was a Netflix movie, the right. funding was a lot better than had they gone the traditional route. Right. Um, and they were like, hey, we have the budget to do what we want to do. <coughs> and one of the things they needed the budget for was this, the special effects on the aging. Yeah, the de-aging people and stuff, which I, I read a thing that, or listen to some guys talk that says your brain just has a thing. Yeah. That knows this is not real. Huh. 
no matter how good it is, yeah, because it was good, yeah, yeah, it yeah, it was well done. But there's still this thing that I always see it, and I can tell it's not real. Yeah, I can see that. You know, it's a, it's a but it was good. What this is what captured me about this movie is that as I'm watching it, you're watching the end of an era, but you're also watching a little bit of. Rev it up, boy. We don't know. We don't know if you guys are picking up all the external noises. I hope you are, because that would be. Yeah, it adds to the lead to the ambiance. <laughs> but you're you're watching these guys who've made so many great movies, and you're watching Joe Pesci's last movie. You're watching De Niro and Pacino. On, on, you know, for this, uh, right. uh, Pacino had never worked with Scorsese, and so for me, I just. As I'm watching the movie, I just kind of felt the weight of that, and I appreciate I appreciate yeah, I this movie too. a lot more than I thought I would. I did too. Like I, there's still always a stigma of is this? I know it was made for Netflix. Is this going to be? Yeah. But it obviously that's going away because I mean it was. I mean this is all A-listers. Yeah. Clearly, I mean. Um, yeah, it was good. There's a lot made of what's your what's you called Anna Anna Paquin. She didn't yeah. have a lot of lines. Right. People were upset about that. Right. Because they need something to be upset about. I guess that her role was required her to act with her body yes. language and her. Can like, we talk about that? Yes. She was so good. Yes. And she didn't have to talk. She did it like that was what was good about it. I thought it was such a great performance from her. I thought her. There were a couple of scenes with Robert De Niro and Anna Paquin. Uh, when the the scene when um, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, the scene the scenes around Robert De Niro killing Jimmy Hoffa, right? right? Mm-hmm. The scene when yes. he's talking to Joe Pesci, uh-huh. he doesn't say a whole lot. But his facial expressions. Mm-hmm. When he gets back and he gets in the car with Joe Pesci, mm-hmm. nothing is said. The, but just the, you can feel it. When he hangs the phone up yes. after, after yes. talking to Hoffa's wife. Yes. Yeah. He Robert De Niro give this he he does so much. I am gonna go ahead and go on the record. I think that De Niro guy, pretty good actor, probably got a probably got a pretty good Hollywood career ahead of him. Uh to me, this, I've always appreciated him as an actor, but it was it was the times where he did not say anything yeah. that were the most powerful mm-hmm. in this film. Um, he's always been good at that anyway. Yeah. He's been good at getting his message and his point across without speaking. And she, and the, but the point is, I thought Anna Paquin was great. I yes. thought like it... That role of acting through body language and facial yeah. expressions, I thought she was incredible. Yeah. Like, you maybe could, you know, 10 people on the planet could do what she did. Maybe more than 10. Let's, 11. Let's be real. Could you have done it? <laughs> I didn't say I could have done it. I don't know. <laughs> As Mark is doing it now, which is the video, <laughs> yeah. but it was it was a really good movie, really enjoyable. It's a like if you're a Scorsese fan, it's a must see. Oh, absolutely! I mean, it's on yeah. freaking Netflix. There's no yeah. excuse not to see it. Yeah, I had to watch that. There was no way I wasn't going to. Um, but it, you know, it was it was really good. Um, uh, let's um. 
<laughs> um, what else came out on Netflix that was really good? Uh, have you heard about the Adam Sandler movie that's coming out that he's getting uh-huh. Oscar buzz yeah, from? Yeah, it was supposed to. Did you ever think you'd live on a planet where Adam... Sorry, one of the workers at this restaurant came. We're sitting next we're to the sitting, dumpster. By the dumpster. This guy comes out. Yeah. He's probably going inside like, these two guys. guys sound- sitting up there in the parking lot <laughs> with the windows down talking about Netflix movies. Right, right. Because um, he was looking at us like, what, what are you freaks doing? <laughs> Listen, this is Clemson. He's probably seen a lot crazier things. Than yeah, this. just not from a couple of 40-year-old fat men. <laughs> right, right. Um, so anyway, Irishman, must see. You need to see it. Very good. Yeah, not good the stuff. one to watch with the kids. Uh, depends on your kids. It, it definitely did not have the violence of... No, it was a different kind of violence. There wasn't a lot of violence anyway. Well, yeah, I guess there was. It was, But it was all sudden and brutal. Right. Yeah. And realistic. It was more realistic. And a lot of the killing is just implied. That that montage where he just keeps throwing guns into the river. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was good. That was good. The scene when he was picking the right gun out. Yes. For great. And like as he was like moving guns and going, no, that one will do this. That was good stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, one of the things with this movie is it is de- it's dealing with real people. Right. But there's lots of dispute on whether these events happen the right, way that right. they're Did portrayed. They... But that does make it a little bit more interesting that, you you know. I mean, it is what it is. It was a good story. It, he's not the only person that claims to kill Jimmy Hoffa. But if you walk in, let's just, one thing Richard, we've learned. The Iceman, you know. Right. Kuklinski says he killed him too. So. Well, one of the things if you from that we can learn from Scorsese if you walk into, if your meeting location gets changed and you get there and it's an abandoned house with plastic on the floor, yeah. You, if you don't know what's going on, you are about to die. Yeah, if you're watching the score, says I would say just in life in general. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. In right. life in general. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're gonna have a meeting with some sketchy people. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, and they ch- they start trying to throw you off your yeah. game about where. No, no, we got to go back to the house. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Gotta go, yeah. yeah. Hey, Rocco, what, what you sit in the front. Yeah, what house? No, no, I'll sit there. You sit here. I'll sit yeah. there. You know, yeah, yeah. If that ever happens, yeah, just turn and run. Yeah, and if you walk into a house and there is plastic <laughs> on the floor where you walk in the door, if they say to you you're going to be a made man. Yes. You, you're going to a surprise party and you cut the lights on and nobody's there. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You are done. <clears throat> That's a great scene in Goodfellas, man. Yeah. No. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. He didn't even get his, his last cuss word out. <laughs> but yeah, just, man, Joe Pesci. He was really good. That scene when he offered the offered her some candy. Yeah, he was incredibly creepy. He that. really was. And it's like he was trying to be creepy, almost like he said, "If this if this girl's not gonna like me, I'm gonna give her a reason not to like me." But then you had I thought it was creepy the relationship Hoffa had with the daughter. I did too when he sat down and he was like, "No, this is just ice cream for me and her." Like his yeah his. Like the other kids were there. Yeah. What are you you doing here? Yeah, I don't know. It was straight. Yeah, that was weird too. 
I agree. Have you seen the Hoffa movie with uh, Jack Nicholson? I have, but it's been so long. I never saw that movie. Yeah. So I don't, we've lived in a state that is not, doesn't have a lot of unions. So I don't know a lot about unions. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I had a friend who just passed away who's from up north and he swore by mm -hmm. the electrician's union up there. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say about that. And now the wrestlers want to form a union. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, hey, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Speaking of wrestlers, me asking when I you, when I have to start speaking on union, it would be like asking you to say things that are counterproductive to your faith. Right. You oh, know? gotcha. Yeah. What, maybe well, that'll be a good patron. I episode. would abstain from the <laughs> union conversation. Yes, okay, all right. Uh, there you go. Speaking of wrestlers and the wrestler who would be the head of the union, uh, Sandman made some <laughs> uh, controversial comments at WrestleCade, <coughs> and everybody's commented on this, and, and even Sandman has done a podcast interview now. Oh, what did he say? He said, yeah, I said that. <laughs> Which is pretty much what I figured he would say. Right, right. Yeah. Did you think he was... Did anyone on the planet think Sandman was like, you know what, guys, I thought about what I was saying. <laughs> Let's get... First of all, like, the eyes, I, so I think I told you, like, um, anybody that's surprised that the Sandman is not woke, <laughs> what did you think the Sandman's opinion right. would be? Right, but I... There are some... I've heard and seen some places on social media... They've made a big deal about these women main eventing a show that had 8,000 people. Here's the fact. Right. Those people did not pay to see that main event. They just paid. They paid to go to WrestleCade. They paid to go to WrestleCade. Right. That ticket is part of your package. Right. And you don't even know. for the, A lot of times you don't even know the matches. And most of the time, a lot of the matches are changed. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially yeah. on the Saturday Night Super Show. And I've said it here and pay, you know, on the patron side of things. Double drop kick dot, No, patreon.com slash double drop kick is where you can get uh, other insightful stuff that yeah. we don't talk about here. Uh, to me, that's my least favorite show of the year. Because the seats are terrible. You oh, can't yeah. see anything. No, it's just like a ring. And then these women are going to brag about, and the men do it too, So, but they're going to brag about, oh, we got this show. And then you're going to wrestle on the floor where 95% right. of the audience can't see you. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I, I said we haven't wanted to talk about it, and I don't really have anything to say about it. You've said it all. I'm sorry. No, no. It's <laughs> well, I tell you, let's let's change gears to the thing where you hit the nail on the head. Oh, that was impressive. Mark yeah. just spit a loogie about 27 I had to feet. curve it around the front of that guy's you car. You did. So. It cleared it. My goodness. Oh, that was impressive. <laughs> Uh, did you see it? It did, yes. Mark is not exaggerating. It curved. Oh, my. I put, I put a little English on it. Uh, we're eating lunch, and by the way, 
uh, new non-sponsor, Sardi's yeah, Den really in good. Clemson. I have eaten here a lot yeah. of times. I got their wings today. Tremendous. If you're in the area, go by Sardi's Den. Tell them uh, the Double Dropkick Show sent you. If you <laughs> they'll, get a they'll look, they'll look at you like you're crazy, but at least at least you'll be telling them you heard. But it. sit down and say, "Hey, Mark recommended the ribs. Heath recommended the wings. What should I get?" And they'll say, "Hey, let's do both. Let's do both." You and but both. you would not recommend that. Talk about you got a half rack of ribs. It was a lot, man. Yeah, yeah it was like I'm. There was a time. I would have gotten a full rack of ribs and eaten that for lunch and been and probably stopped at McDonald's on the way home. Yes. But now I had a half a rack and I'm satisfied. It yeah. was it was enough. Oh, food. I'm very yeah, I got it was enough food. Got the wings and uh very, very Oh, it was delicious. I Man, wish I've heard about this place for years but never eaten here. I wish I had had something, some French fries to dip in the leftover sauce oh, that I had. I had French fries that were like soaked up in the barbecue sauce. Mm. Oh, they were delicious. Yes. Yeah. Delicious. They, they were delicious. Uh, Mark, you didn't. You said you didn't have anything else to say about Sandman. Well, but- just the fact, like for me, it was just funny that people were surprised. Right. That, that the Sandman wasn't the most progressive thinker on the planet. But at least to, to his credit, he didn't say this on social media. He said this to them. To their faces, exactly in the locker room. So that that maybe was the point that I was getting at. It seems like the conversation got handled. Yes, when it happened. Yes, and then the other girl, yeah, Jordan Grace, went on Twitter and and made a big deal about it. Right. That would be the issue for me. Yeah, like you know what I mean. If it's been handled, right? What? Why did you go on social media and? Yeah, and try to. to why didn't you say that to Sandman? He said what he had to say to your face. Yeah, you let Tessa Blanchard speak for you, and then you went on Twitter and tried to. Yeah, yeah, and that's who's getting. You know, that's right. To me, that's the thing. Like, why not say it to his face? This is one of those times where the forty-eight hour social media cycle. It will be a good thing because by next week we won't be talking about this. <clears throat> and there again, this, this, like just like Cornette, I didn't expect him to go say that was my bad. <laughs> uh, right, right. <laughs> you know, right. if you know anything about either one of those guys, that wasn't going to happen. You know? Yeah. <laughs> um. There were, we were at. We were just eating, and you had a comment on the return of CM Punk. Yeah. And I, I just thought it was brilliant. Well, like most things that I say. Yes, yes. Um, And the thing is, you do all the patron stuff. I give this stuff away for free. Right. This is not even a patrons-only episode. No. Well, we could make it. Well, I guess we could. They deserve it. Um, No, what I said was the subtle burial that WWE is better at than anybody. Yes. Like other people, they talk about burying folks, and people don't know what burying really is. We've talked about that. and. Um, the subtle burial of CM Punk because he can only come back once. That's right. Once he's come back, that was that was maybe the last. Of course, I thought Shane coming back was the last big comeback that could happen in wrestling. Yeah. But now Punk coming back. And I think you got Jericho and a couple now that could come back to WWE. But for yeah. right now, CM Punk returning to a wrestling company was the biggest comeback that could happen. And it was going to get the biggest amount of buzz. And WWE, it, it happened in front of four or five people in the ring and a couple of cameramen. Yeah. And said there was no crowd there. Right. There was no nothing there. So now, whatever happens, whenever he comes back, it's been it's 
been temper. You know what tempering is when you yeah. uh, when you're cooking and you got to add butter yeah. or egg. Uh-huh. I mean, you have to have egg to something hot. Uh-huh. You can't just throw the egg right into the hot stuff because it'll scramble the egg. Yeah. So you take a little bit. Yeah. Of the hot food and you add it to the egg and you stir it around real slow. Uh-huh. Then you take another little scoop of the, of the heat, and you add it to the egg, and you turn, you stir it around, and you bring the egg up to the temperature of the dish instead of throwing the raw egg in and scrambling uh-huh. it. You bring the egg up to temperature, and then you add it to the dish, and it won't scramble it. And that's what they did with CM Punk's comeback. Right. They just tempered it a little bit. Yeah. Not a lot. He's still going to get a big, big reaction. It's not... But they tempered it because you've already, you're all, you, by the time he comes back, everybody that was interested, really interested, the diehard, I yeah. want to see what he said, they will already have seen him on TV 20 times. Right. And by the time he gets around to cutting a promo on TV, yeah. he's sharing his opinion every week or every other week. Right. What, what's he going to say? Right. It's like, it'd be like, <coughs> uh, would you pay, would you pay $20 for a three hour Bruce Pritchard shoot interview now? Oh, absolutely not. No, no, because he. What would he say? I'm not, I don't. I can't imagine. Like, short of Bruiser Brody coming back from the dead, I don't see me paying for anybody shooting interviews. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah, I mean everybody's yeah. done it. Yeah. Everybody's got a podcast now, yeah. telling all their uh, story. I thought. Uh, I don't. First of all, brilliant observation because I didn't even catch the subtlety of the burial right. of CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you're right. He'll come back and get a pop, but it will not be what it could have been. No, it'll still be a big, long, sustained pop. You know, because now everybody knows. There's that 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 um, the element of surprise. Totally right, gone. gone. Like it's gone now. Imagine if like there'd just been little comments made here and there. Yeah. And then he shows up on TV when that when that music hits, but. And like I said, he's not. I don't. It's not like when, when he comes back and he gets a pop. Don't be tweeting at me. Oh, Mark said he wasn't going to get it. The DDK show said CM Punk would not get a pop. I didn't say that at all. It's going to happen. It's going to be huge. It's going to be a big deal. I'm just saying they tempered it a little bit. Yeah, they uh, took the edge off of it. It was a, uh, you know, what do we call? What's what? It's what the alcoholics like to refer to as a little bit of an eye opener. You get up in the morning right. and you just take a little shot. You know, you just kind of kind of tempers your day a little bit. You know. Um, before I get into the other thing that I wanted to ask you that I don't remember at this point, uh, Mike Bennett posted something. You know, he's gone through or he got off of drugs or whatever, and um, has asked for his release and whatever. But uh-huh. one of his posts, he talked about. Hey, I just want to work. I just want mm-hmm. to wrestle. Mm-hmm. I just want an opportunity. He's like, I don't care what you... He's like, I've got myself in good health. I want to go out and have a match and have mm-hmm. a 20-minute match. I don't want to just get paid to, to I just show thought up. of something. Go ahead. Don't, don't let me forget Yeah, um, I don't want to just get paid to show up and, and not be on TV. <clears throat> and I thought... I admire that. I, admire I do that. too. Yeah, yeah. But I also, if you had gone back thirty years, it's like Oli, we'll pay you what we were going to pay you, but you ain't got to work. You think Oli Anderson would be like, oh, I can't believe this. You and like, oh you? yeah, the Kevin Nashes and Goldbergs of this world 
Did this like, is tailor made? This for is them. what they did. Yes. Like when WCW went out of business, that's the reason the invasion angle sucked. Yeah. They all had big money contracts. Yeah. And they took them. They had to honor them, so they sat at home for three or four years. Yeah. Drawing the drawing a paycheck and, and not working. And now I these got, wrestlers want to make less money and work more. Yeah, and I'm. I'm more of a. I wish that the company I worked for would say, "Here's what we're going to do. We're going to keep putting money in your bank account yeah. every couple of weeks. You don't even have to come in." Yeah, I would be like, well, or even if they said, "Yeah, we're going to pay you. You still got to come in to work. You got to be here, but you're just going to have to sit here and not do anything." All you day. just we're going to bring in catering. Right, where you, you come in, catering. you eat the food, you take advantage of all the benefits this company provides. Yeah, but you don't actually have to do anything. I wish somebody would make that offer for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. I'd take less money <laughs> <laughs> to get a job like that. Like, if I'm an aspiring wrestler today, and I think we've talked about this before. <coughs> and you give You'd me, fit right in. Right, right. Yeah. You give me the option of, man, AEW is going to give you creative freedom, and you only have to wrestle once a week. And, uh-huh. and Mike Bennett, man, he might be wrestling once a month. Right. And get more money, right? And even like I like the guys like uh, Ciampa or Ciampa, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I, like I get that. I understand yeah. his his thing. Like if somebody said we're going to pay you seventy five, eighty grand a year, and he's probably making more than that with yeah. with uh, merchandising. Yeah. But I mean, let's say his base salary is about seventy five grand. Yeah, probably makes another. 40, 50 grand a year with uh, merchandising, licensing, right. if not more than that. It could mm-hmm. be more than that. I don't know. And you're going to, you don't have to travel. Yeah. You'll kind of get to stay here in, yeah. um, in Orlando. Yeah. You'd be right there at Disney World. Yeah. You go hang out at Disney World on your days off. Yeah. Post and, your little pictures. Right. And then maybe once or twice a month, you know, you got to go to Chicago. You yeah. have to go here. You have to go there to do the big shows. I get that. Like, yeah. I get that too. Like, that would, if I was Johnny Gargano, that like I've seen him and Candice LeRae in the parks. Yeah, I saw them. Yeah, in the parks when I was there, like they love it. Yeah. So like if I was them, so that you, would be perfect. If you don't know what Mark's referring to, Tommaso Ciampa said that he told WWE, if you call me up to Raw or SmackDown, I will quit. Right. Because he was like, man, if I go on that schedule, wrestling four shows a week. It shortens my career, mm-hmm. whereas the NXT schedule is perfect for me. Right, and he, he, he just preferred it. He's, it's, I mean, you know, some people are had, some people look for different things in life. Yeah, that's some right. people don't want to be Triple H. Yeah, you know, some people are happy being the guy who works for Triple H. You right. know what I mean? That's like some people right. are cool with that. I would be fine um, getting his coffee. Did you see that War Games match? Did uh-huh. you see the finish? Uh huh. Oh my God. I haven't watched that yet. You didn't watch? Oh man, no. I didn't watch the women's match. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't watched all of it yet. But the men's war games match, yeah. dude, you should go back and watch. What that, was dude. the finish? The finish was uh, Champa and Adam Cole. Oh, off the top, off the top I, of the cage through a table. I man. did see that. Man, that and was that guy's wondering why his career is getting cut short right. by injury. Right. Yeah, it's just insane. Some of the stuff those guys do. Man. Was that the fi- like? Yeah, that was the finish. They didn't do ten more things no, after no, that. That was it. Did he yeah. pin him or did he quit? How did he they... pinned him? Which is stupid. I got know. stupid. But yeah, I don't like that part of their war game stuff. But you know, it is what it is. That's WWE, man. They got a. They got always got a WWE everything. <laughs> 
But you know, <coughs> just like it's working for him with the what you call it, the fiend and uh, Seth Rollins hell in a cell match ending on a referee stoppage. Yeah, silly, just silly, man. Who was it that had? Oh, it was Starcade. They were supposed to have a last man standing match and it ended up being a DQ. No, they did. That's like they're just trolling people. Like I think they're doing. They do it on purpose, man. Right. You know, they do. They do this stuff on it, and people don't get it. This is what that company's always done. Yeah. They've always done these things just to make people mad, so they'll keep talking about it. Because the the fans' opinion does not matter because their money comes from TV executives yeah. who don't know anything about wrestling. Yeah, they don't. They're not worried. They got money now. They yeah. don't have to worry about house show attendance and. You know, and AEW seems to be the same way now. They got big money back in them. Yeah. So they don't have to worry as much about that stuff. You said you were going to mention something, and you said don't let you forget it. You forgot it, didn't you? <laughs> I forgot what I was going to I think it was the I think it was the Chiampa thing. I think it was just that, that when you brought up Mike Bennett, it kind of reminded me of, yeah. you know, Chiampa saying, I want to do this. Like, this is what I want to do. I don't want to be a WWE superstar. I don't yeah. want to main event WrestleMania. Yeah. I want to do this. I think that's cool. I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, I think... I don't have a... If a wrestler is like Mike Bennett and was like, hey, you're paying me, let me work. Or if a, <coughs> if a wrestler's like Kevin Nash. Yeah. And just wants to take the money and sit in the back. Draw money. Creative <laughs> has nothing for you. Hey. Yeah. Pin me, pay me. Feed me, pay me. Yeah, Nash wouldn't say pin me, though. No, that's true, too. Nash would just do a run in and power bomb everybody. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's he would very true. And then draw some money. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, you know, if I could be Sandman for a minute, nobody's ever gonna pay money to watch Mike Bennett work. Yeah, this is very true. I ain't gonna say nobody. I'm sure there are people out there with Mike Bennett posters on the wall. That, that and love to the, Mike Bennett. And to the three of them, we say, so. Right. I'm sure he's a fine man, God, a good father, good husband. He married married a beautiful woman. He did. You know, he's living the dream. Right. He's living the dream. He has a job that would cause him long-term damage to his body and is upset that his job is not requiring him to do the things that would do long-term damage to his body. And they keep paying him. Yeah. It would be like if you said, "Hey, we want you to be. We're gonna. We want you to be a backup quarterback in the NFL. We're not gonna pay you Tom Brady money, but we're not gonna pay you six round draft pick money. We're we'll kind of pay you in the middle, but you just got to be the backup. You don't ever have to play in a game. Right. All you got to do is go in, run a couple of plays every now and then when yeah. Brady needs to get some Gatorade. Yeah. That's all you got to do. All you got to do is go in and take a knee every once That's in a right. while. That's right. You ain't got to. You are not going to get hit. Right. It's just, you know. You're not going to get hurt. Why can't I get a job like that? Yeah, I know. Maybe it's because I'm not talented. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I'm not good at anything. <laughs> so maybe I don't fit the norm. Mark maybe, is So not. what if I eat my own dandruff? <laughs> Mark is doing the Chris Farley air quotes. Yeah. Have you seen the, uh, I don't remember the name of the page, but there's a Facebook page where they do like video game videos of like them acting out video games. And huh. they did one where the guy didn't understand air quotes. And huh. he's talking to his girlfriend and he's like, 
She's like, are you cheating? Are you sleeping with her? He's like, no, I'm not sleeping. And then she said the air quotes on everything. And then he finally realizes, like, later in the day, his friends are like, wait a minute, were you using that? He's like, yes, I'm using them correctly. And uh, he just, oh, uh, it's hilarious. I had to find it. But if you find it, if you, I don't, again, I don't know the name of the video. I don't know the name of the page. You just know it was If you do a random Google search, I'm sure you'll find it. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, I mean, that's what you... People come here to find out nothing about nothing. That's what we're here to do. Boy, because we've talked for a while and ain't said a thing. But, hey, so two weeks from today, we might be recording Star Wars that night. I already got my tickets. Going to Anderson. I got one of the theaters in Anderson, you can reserve your seats. We reserved our seats on the back row. Nobody's going to be near us. Nice. Uh, I don't like the reserve seats thing. I don't know how that works now. What if happens? I just go up to the box office and buy tickets. They give you. They assign you a seat. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. What do you mean? Like the whole point of going to the movies. And I go see the movie. Um, What's all right? Like, so there, but no, it's like not. Every, I got, I it's got not there every first. theater. It's I not. Got, so I got here first. I'm, I'm gonna sit where I want to sit. No, no. And I don't know that there's anybody that's gonna come in there and make me move. So what they do is, let's say the movie's showing on <coughs> two screens. One of them is reserved seating. One of them is not. Got you. Okay. So it's not every theater because I totally see what you're saying. Um, but then for me, wanting like, I was like, well, I wanted us to be all able to sit together. Um, and it's a smaller theater too. It's not as it's not one of the big ones. Um, so, but yeah, I'm excited, man. Have you heard anything about Rise of Skywalker? No, but I've heard about Rise of the Resistance. Yes, I just watched I that video before I, I met you. I can't decide if I want to watch the video or not because everybody like it's getting rave reviews. Yes, of being this incredible, mind blowing. Right. Everything they pretty much promised. Right. That it was it was the culmination of all these years of Imagineering getting together to create the longest ride they've ever created yeah. with several elements and vehicle yeah. changes. And I can't decide whether I'm going to watch the video or not. Um, yeah, so the one video I watched, it said, I don't think, I think it was just like one part. I don't know if it was the whole ride or what. Right. But it just looks, it just looks unreal. Did I tell you that my son got a VR headset and we've been playing the Vader? You did, and I'm Immortal. like, I'm kind of, I've really missed coming to your house because I haven't got to try this, <laughs> the VR thing. Like, I, when you told me, I was like, oh, I can't wait. We I'm going to try. I can't wait. I'll to have try to bring it to, yeah. we'll play Bring Your Kids Toys to Work Day. There uh, you go. But, yeah, dude, it, it is in, like, like, you're fighting robots with Darth Vader with a lightsaber and like Darth Vader teaches you how to use the huh. force and I br- I mean I got I broke a sweat playing this game uh, I mean that's not like a shock to me that I, I would say a- that you'd like you'd probably break a sweat playing checker we're just sitting here and I've heard you breathe heavy peeling an orange <laughs> you know what I mean I mean, I once, I once saw you get about three peels into an R and you're going. <laughs> so, it's like, it doesn't surprise me that you broke a sweat playing a video game. Well, I did. Uh, 
See, I want you to get on that, get it on and uh, watch the, <laughs> the headset. I want you to put the headset on and ride one of the roller coasters. Oh, yeah. I dig it. Because one of the rides, you're riding the roller coaster, and there's one where you control the speed, and uh -huh. you just go off the rail and start flipping, and it'll, like, oh, man. mess with your brain. <laughs> That was that was unintentional, man. That was my thirty-five forty. I don't need to go edit that out. Sorry about that. That one I didn't do on purpose. That doesn't happen often. I'm that usually... week that you went nuts on some of those. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that it was took fun. me. It took me an hour. Sorry, or man. more. I'm really, I didn't. You know, this one I really am sorry. That one I ain't sorry about. I did that on purpose. This one was unintentional. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it's uh, Christmas time. Any, it, it is, yeah. Anything it's in beginning particular? beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's like 80 As degrees. As we're sitting in 80 degrees. Yeah. Uh, what's your go-to Christmas movie? All of them this year, man. Like, yeah. I'm watching everything. It's uh, I haven't in a few years. Mm -hmm. So, um, Charlie Brown, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, and Rudolph. I love those. I watch This Wonderful Life. Uh, I mean, God, I like Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooge is great. Underrated. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Elf, I dig Elf. Yeah, Elf's but good. Die Hard. Christmas Vacation. Yeah, Christmas Vacation would be the... Batman Returns. Yeah, I kind of thought about watching it this year. Yeah, um, yeah Christmas is Vacation. Is it Die Hard too? Christmas movie too? It is. Yeah. Lethal Weapon. I see. It's I set at Christmas time. Daddy's Home too. Have you seen that? No. It's a Christmas movie? Yeah, it's around Christmas. It's good. Well, I'll check it out. It's good. Um, it, a Christmas Story, obviously. Um, I, love I didn't realize that movie... I th always thought that movie was old. But it was like from 83. Yeah, but it was set. Well, I know that. But I like... Growing up, I was like, oh, that's a movie from the 70s. I don't want to watch that. Really? Mm -hmm. See, I never had that thing. I always liked old movies. I still like old movies. Oh, Drake doesn't like anything from pre-2010. That's crazy. I watched White Christmas with Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye the other day. Never seen that. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's, uh, yeah. Not a lot of action that I, other than the snow. Yeah, and there ain't much of that till the end. Yeah. Um, and it's got some, you know, it's made in a different time. We'll put it that way, all right. I don't, I don't even know what it's about other than it's snow. Um, what, anything in particular you're hoping Santa brings you on Christmas? No. No. I mean, I'm, I think he's going to, he's bringing my nephew home. That's really, there good. you, you go. know what I mean? He's coming home. So there you go. That's pretty much all. That's I, all. That's all I care about. I, I think got, you should get older. I got all the stuff. Yeah. I don't need I mean, any stuff. Yeah. I got, uh, well, there's a new Jack Reacher book that just came out. Yeah, I'm hoping that I get that. Okay, a book. Yeah, I like I like the Jack. You Reacher. do, and you do. You're an avid reader. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I read. Uh, well, always something. So I always got a book going. Yeah. But I'm not like a intellectual reader. No. To be honest with you, I mean I I like the I like the Jack Reacher. I'm reading Doctor Sleep by Stephen King right now. Yeah, we went and saw that. I was. It was pretty good. I, we enjoyed it. I want to see it, but I just hadn't. I was halfway through the book. I hadn't. Yeah, hadn't had a chance. I don't know how faithful it is to the book, but I mean, 
I enjoyed the yeah, movie. It's a good book so far. We'll see how he wraps it up. That ain't never been his story. He's always, <laughs> he, can, he can get a story started, boy. He right. can pull you into it. But man, they don't, he can't wrap one up. Right. Did you ever see the second part of It? I did, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Not that great. Not that great. Yeah, I didn't. Very, very forgettable. Yeah, I didn't enjoy The first It, it was really good, but. Chapter two, not so much. Neither one of them stand up to the TV version. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, I thought I left the just the key turned, and I was like, I want to burn the battery up. Yeah, you don't want to do that. We're burning up the battery on my phone. So hey, if people want to send you something for Christmas, where can they find you on social media? At the DDK show for now. Yeah, I'm at Heath Mulliken. Uh, if you do want to like give us something for Christmas, patreon.com slash double dropkick. Uh, because I have a commute now, I record a lot in the mornings. I'm already to work random, you know, sometimes just random thoughts. Sometimes I just hit record and talk about stuff. Just blather on about it. Blather on and, you know, uh, you know, you know, about stuff I have no idea about. Well, that's never stopped you before. That's right. You know, and it's never gonna, it's never gonna, uh, that's never going to stop me. Um, I feel like, you know, December is just kind of a down month, wrestling-wise, with the big companies. Which is strange, because it used to be... used to be a build-up. November and December were the months, you know. That's where they made their money. Yeah, and now... Uh, now, not so much. Now, that t- you know, those TV contracts pay the same yeah. uh, throughout the year. Um I got a week off. It's going to be great. Like, that's what I'm looking for. I got a week off and my nephew's coming home. That's, Man. That's all I care about. You going to take the phone off the hook, put the, pull the shades down, and just enjoy time with It him. was awesome. I got a week off at Thanksgiving. Wow. Which has not happened in a long time. Wowzers. Mm-hmm. So. We're going to, we got a youth convention in Cincinnati. Oh, really? So that'll be, it's just me and my, well, me and my kids and about 5,000 other people. But, uh, so yeah, that'll be good. That sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it would be precisely everything you know about life. 5,000 teenagers in one room together, singing and worshiping and in the cold weather. Slapping each other on the back, talking about how great they are. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee you, if you went to this thing, like, people would clear a path for you. Well, they better. That's right. That's right. That's right. What was it we were talking about? Oh, you were talking about uh, the Max drive. Yeah, in. Max. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even buy <laughs> You didn't buy that drink here, did you? Uh, sir, I'm teeth. You know what I mean? I just, I, somebody put a drink in my hand and I accept yeah, it, sir. The first, you know. the first 10 minutes of our lunch today, I need to charge you for I felt like you were getting some things off your chest that you had. There were these hard memories that you had from childhood. No, 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 not at all. Like, I don't need what brought it up. You brought up, you said something about going to Max. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. just reminded me that I usually don't go to Max. And there were two businesses in yeah. Pendleton that you did not yeah. patron anymore. Yeah, Max and Griff's. Yeah. We'll go to either one of them. Yeah. Now, if they sponsored our show, paid us. I wouldn't take their money. You wouldn't take their money? Uh, I would. Yeah, well. (laughs) I'd take payment in onion rings and milkshakes. I might. I could probably forgive Max 
The Griff thing. That's the pretty Griff harsh. Thing, yeah, I don't, I don't have any use for that. You're trying to help him. Well, I don't know about that, but I mean, I was just looking for a job. Yeah, you should have come to Hardy's. When I was like 14 or 15 years oh, old. Oh, wait, Hardy's wasn't there when we were 14 or 15. Hey, speaking of, before we wrap up, what's this rumor about the Lazy Islander closing down? Yeah, it's, it is closing down. What's it? Was, there's something else the, going on. They the, got bought out, right? Yeah, the Blue Heron. Because the Blue Heron got bought out. Their whole, that yeah, whole, that whole sub, that whole area got bought. Is becoming apartments because that's Which, what Clemson is. Because that's what Clemson is now. You know what they need is a couple of more apartment complexes, another liquor store, and three more churches. That's what Clemson needs. All on the same street. Maybe like Pendleton, man. Somebody finally bought some land in Pendleton, started developing it. Next thing you know, they're putting a trailer park in. You what? Where was that at? Uh, I'm not knocking. Yes, that's right. Well, let that's me let me rephrase that. It's not a trailer park. It's a place where you can put an RV in for uh, f- during football games and hook up to it. Like that's what we needed. You know what I mean? Of all the they stuff- bought that land and then they're gonna use it seven weeks a year. <clears throat> yeah, it just it, I don't know. I do find it odd that Clemson has all these nice parking lots they created that are used seven Saturdays a year. Yeah, man. And you know what pisses me off about Clemson? What's Probably that? college sports in general, but like I just saw this about Clemson and I thought it was so stupid. Yeah. That their um their fishing team. Yeah. They have a bass fishing yes. team. And they're going to the national championship. Yeah. And they're having to do a fundraiser to pay their way to the national championship. Think about that. Do you think the football team had to pay to get to the national championship last year? You think they 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 made the team pay? But did, did Ric Flair used to pay for George South's plane ticket to get from show to show? Listen, I'm not. <laughs> I'm just. Not. All right, and I get what you're saying. Yeah. But at the same time, the kids who are on that bass fishing team are um, they're 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 probably actually paying to go to the school. Right. No, that's you true. Know? That's true. Um, As. As someone who is in the fundraising arm of a small university where all of our sports do fundraisers, right. many of them are at clips of football games, I understand the point. I just see it, and I just thought, you know, how much can it really cost? Right. You can't take a little bit of your budget from the athletic department right. to throw to the fishing team. Well, here's Because the ain't nobody watching them row either. But some of it, uh, some of that I have found is if, is people designate money to football. Yeah. I, get I mean, the guy from Florida State, his, the coach, he had a $19 million buyout. And right. it took them 24 hours to make a couple of phone calls. And people, that money did not come from the school. They got that money straight from donors right. who were willing to pay $19 million for a guy not to coach anymore. That's crazy. That's, yeah. That's crazy. crazy. Imagine how much that they pay to get these good players here. Now, what if that coach said, you know what y'all are paying me? I need to be coaching somewhere. Don't pay me, dude. That's right. I remember uh, Kevin McHale was doing play-by-play for the NBA. Do you think any of these Clemson players say, look, y'all are paying me. You need to let me play. (laughs) (laughs) Or was that just back in the 80s when that was going on? That was back in the 80s. Uh, But, uh, lost train of thought. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I'm. I brought up something bad about Clemson. No, 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 no. no. I read a thing the other day is about uh, about the coach at Clemson, Dabo Sweeney. Well, yeah. I wasn't gonna say his name because yeah. I was gonna knock him. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how true it is, but well, I know one of them's true. Yeah, for a fact. 
Yeah. But just it was like, hey, everybody says he's a good guy, but then they listed all these things. The the last one being when he got pulled over for that traffic stop, and now the cop got fired. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That was. They say they fired the cop for posting the video on social media, which he shouldn't have done. Right. But he was also posting it so people would see the them standing around in a parking lot and him getting berated by Dabo's brother. And I'm not aware of that. Oh, you haven't seen that video? No. Have you seriously not seen the video? No, no. When they're saying, do you know who he is? Do oh, you, no. He's got somewhere he's got to be. Now, he's not saying it. Yeah. But he's not stopping anybody else from saying it. Right, right. Well, that's you know? how you, you don't stop. If somebody wants to praise you, you're not going to stop them. No, they weren't praising him. Oh, they were just... They uh, were explaining to the police officer... Oh, right. ...while they were making a mistake by trying to give him a ticket. Oh, wow. You know. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Interesting. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. We I, don't want to talk about that. I did see a video yesterday of a police... He was he was going to give the lady a warning, <coughs> and she just kept berating him and berating him, and he's like, mm-hmm. all right, well, I was going to give you a warning... He, he, he said, instead of writing a speeding ticket, I'm going to write you a ticket for not having your seatbelt on, even though you had your seatbelt on. She's like, oh, no, I'm, you can't do that because uh, I had my seatbelt on. I'm not answering to that charge. She's like, okay, I'll just write you the speeding ticket then. She's like, no, 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 wait. And it was just like, yeah. what in the world? People. Yeah. I believe they're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, hey, thanks for uh, kind of got off subject there. That is the double drop kick. That's because I just love knocking clumps. You do love knocking clumps. Oh, as I as I like to say, you know, if if we were gonna give this, if we were gonna give Upstate South Carolina an enema, I'd wait till Saturday morning and put the tip in Death Valley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no comment. <laughs> I don't even know precisely what all that means, but uh, anyway. Hey, uh, doubledropkick.com or wherever you can listen to podcasts. You can always find us. Again, we've had some life changes, so we don't don't get to record the same as we used to. We will. We'll get it straight. We'll get, we'll get Once it. you get moved, I think it'll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll live a little closer. A little we'll have a permanent place. We can do it in an afternoon. I didn't even care if we recorded today. I just wanted to have lunch. Yeah, I was not. I, you know, it was weird. We didn't even talk about this. You texted me yesterday. Yeah, and then I texted you back, uh-huh. and I never heard from you. Right. I got up this morning like, oh crud! I didn't text. Yeah, I was Mark like, back. I'm I sorry. was looking, and I said, well, maybe, maybe he didn't get the text. So look, I was like, this almost didn't happen. Yeah, because like I, I stayed up to like three thirty last night because I'm on night shift. Oh right, so. right. And I, I mean, I just happened to wake up and see yeah. your text. You know. I was like, yeah, yeah, let me get on up. Go see, let me go see the little fella. (laughs) Listen, it's not every day somebody texts you and says, hey, why don't you let me pay for your lunch? If it's all right with you, I'd like to go buy you some ribs. (sighs) (laughs) I'm the Mike Bennett of going out to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a pretty good place to end. As always, for the Double Dropkick Show, I'm Heath Mulligan. And I'm Mark Whitman. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.